everyone, and welcome to episode 406 of the MTG Goldfish Podcast. I'm Seth, probably better known as Zafrat Olive, and we have the full crew here this week, kicking things off with the owner of MTG Goldfish, Richard. How are you this fine Monday, Richard? Hey, Seth. It's good to be back, and it's uh, good to be in preview season. Or I guess mm. preview season's over. We're catching up on preview season. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the catch-up preview season. Vegas kind of threw us off our no more spoilers and podcasts, so we have a ton of new magic cards to talk about today. But before we get into that, we got another co-host in Krim. Krim, you are looking surprisingly awake this morning. How's it, how's it going today? Uh, yes, I. it's because conveniently I woke up uh five minutes before and i i don't know how i actually woke up early maybe vegas helped ca- it's daylight train savings. me nah, daylight <laughs> yeah. savings an extra yeah. hour yeah that's well okay you i'll be being awake <laughs> let me let me be honest here i slept until 6 p.m yesterday wow. so i woke up late yesterday that was late for me so so i i'm very rested <laughs> well good so today for the podcast I think it's just all spoilers, basically, and then some fish mail. Like uh, we talked about before, we were away in Vegas, so we missed a lot of the normal spoiler stuff, so we came back and, like, the full set is out. We have all of the Brothers War, which means we have a ridiculous number of cards to talk about today, so I think that's what we're going to do for pretty much the entire cast and then maybe get to some fish mail at the end. But before we get into the individual cards, I got to ask you guys, we got the full set. Expectations were pretty high. This is iconic story of Magic's history. What do you think of the overall power level of this set? Like, are you happy? Did it meet the expectations? What do you What do you think, Richard? Uh, I was scraping for playables and standard. I, I think there will be a couple cards. We'll talk about them. But uh, most most of these cards don't seem very good. Uh, I, I don't really like the prototypes. I don't like the command cycle. I don't like power stones as a mechanic. Um, so... The, the best thing about the set is Transformers. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about it. Maybe we can find some standard playables. But it's it's looking slim pickings, in my opinion. But maybe maybe there'll be a circle of loyalty hidden in here for us. What, oh, no. what, uh, what do you think, Grim? First off, circle of loyalty is a format all-star. It just hasn't caught on yet. Uh, the, the second for, off. The format just hasn't been created yet. I'm sure they will yeah, make yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> just support it at some point. <laughs> Second off, really? You thought there's no good cards in standard? For standard? I, yeah, I think that I think I think there are a handful of cards, but nothing archetype creating or format defining or anything. I, I think okay, well I think Karn is still gonna be um uh to put this uh nicely dog water. Uh but like and that's from the last set. But I was like, okay, well that's the that was actually the first thing I wanted to see what would happen this set. Can Karn finally be playable? <laughs> The answer is still no, uh, at least in my mind. And maybe I'm wrong uh, in a week or two weeks' time and somebody cracks it and Fair Karn not. takes over the meta. <laughs> but, yeah, like, like, like no. Like, uh, th- that's not the case. However, I do believe um, I was already playing with whatever displacement protocol or whatever the, the counterspell that if you tap an artifact, um, it, it becomes one less. It's just straight up just counterspell. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think a like an actual artifacty kind of control deck exists. Um and and I think that this set definitely helps it. So I I don't know. I'm excited to try some artifact control uh and just overall art more artifact centric stuff. Uh there there's a lot of like at the mythic power level, but I don't know, maybe uh otherwise I, I, I 
don't see much else. But there, there's a good amount of artifact love here. So I'm excited to try it out. I think the set's better than it looks. I think this set, yeah, it, it's yeah. one of those sets where like at a glance, you're like, oh, that costs a little too much. Oh, that's a little bit underpowered. But I think when you actually dig into it and start playing with these cards in the context of like power stones and ramp spells, I think it's going to play a lot more powerful than it maybe looks at first glance. So we'll have to wait and see. But that's my current theory on the set is that some of these cards are actually going to be really strong, but we're not going to recognize it until we actually start building decks and seeing how they actually play in action but anyway let's talk about the cards we have so many cards to talk about richard why don't you guide us through some uh, spoilers all right uh so you can find all the spoilers we're going to talk about on mtgpreviews.com uh, we're going to start off with our latest meld set which is titania uh titania and a land so titania is a three drop one green green three four Legendary creature, elemental, reach. Whenever one or more lands are put into your graveyard from anywhere, you gain two life. At the beginning of your upkeep, if there are four or more lands in your graveyard, and you own uh, both, own and control Titania, Voice of Gaia, and a land named Argoth, Sanctum of Nature, exile them and meld them. Uh, the land is an ETB tapped land. Unless you control a legendary green creature, taps to add green, four mana tap, make a bear. Uh, and then it's 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 not a legendary land, by the way, so you can play multiples. And then the backside, the, the melded side, is Titania Gaia Incarnate, uh, Star Star, where Star is the number of lands you control, Vigilance, Reach, Trample, Haste. When it enters a battlefield, return all lands from your graveyard to the battlefield. Four mana, put four plus one plus one counters on a land. It becomes a zero zero elemental creature with haste. It's still a land. So uh, a lot, a lot uh, of stuff, and is, then you get a like a red token with like every keyword possible, reanimation. Isn't this great? Like, right. it, like when I see this, I see a very strong card. Like Titania itself is on curve. Think endurance in modern three mana, three four with reach. Not a bad body, especially when you consider. A lot of the threats in Standard, the most popular ones, have three power. Blood Tithe Harvester, Tenacious Underdog, Graveyard Trespasser, Corpse Appraiser. Like, this shuts down the ground as long as it's on the battlefield. And then all you got to do to meld it is have a land to get some lands in your graveyard. Yeah. And the land's even pretty good. Like, Krim, you love Castle Ardenvale. This is like Super Castle Ardenvale. <laughs> Four mana for a 2-2 two -two <laughs> and you get to fill your graveyard. It's only Sorcery Speed. It's not Ardenvale. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah, that is the downside yeah. for Krim, do I not, guess. But. Do not degrade Castle Ardenvale with that this but, but a two two I, tokens I, not bad on a land like that's some some mana well, sink value then mill three cards right that's, like i i think the self mill is pretty nice actually yeah um so i i actually do despite me dis like hating green as a whole um i do think that this card is very good um i think this is gonna this oddly seems kind of slept on and underrated right out the gates i if you want a hot take, I think this is the best meld creature in the set. I think this is the the one that actually um, will make waves in in standard. We got fetch lands after in after standard. circle of loyalty. We got evolving. I, I don't know if I'm good. <laughs> we got evolving wilds. We got wind grace. We have the slog arc. We have the support for a lands in the graveyard archetype. I think Titania is going to be. I don't want to say a format defining card, but I think this is definitely a very standard playable card that we're going to see melding in its way into victories in standard. Oh, one hundred percent. What's the way to dump 
your lands into your graveyard in a reasonable fashion. So we have Fable. We got Fable in the Mirror Breaker. What, we got what else a, do we have? Right. We got a new two-drop Seder Wayfinder-style creature, but it only goes three right. cards deep, so uh, that could be an option. Is the, the saga that mills uh, three for two, gr- like two green oh, still in yeah, the format? Yeah. That, that's playable, yeah. And then you get a land back at, as the third chapter? Yep. There's, there, and there's some stuff from the set itself. There's like a three-mana... Mill five, grab a land, uh, yeah. instant or sorcery in the set. So there's, I think there's enough ways to do it without playing like super bad cards, especially when you consider channel lands end up in the graveyard naturally. Yep. Uh, the streets of New Capenna fetch lands, Wind Grace plays them like they're they're passable if you really care about getting lands in the graveyard. You also so, cycle the triomes, <laughs> cycle the triomes, <laughs> and then the reward is pretty big, like. That's going to be like a 10-10 trample haster. It's not like you need it to stick around. Plus, you get the splendid reclamation to return all your lands into play, so it's like a big source of ramp. You don't think it's good, Richard? Not a not a fan? I think it's okay. I know it's a lot of hoops for like, you know, a 6-6 six, six or something. But it's not like you like curve out on three and hit the 6-6, six, six, right? You got to like curve out on all of your discard. So I actually... Uh... The oh, one would you rather just ravine or something? Like I, I don't know. Like this seems like a lot of work, and then you can just remove the the creature, and then you got to redo the whole thing, and then you're playing a lot of questionable cards to mill. <laughs> so like if there is a secondary like mill payoff or like something useful you could be doing, and we're not even counting like graveyard hate on you, right? Which everyone plays already, like just in their main deck, right? So I mean, Richard, we have. We have the Tarmogoyf. We have Urborg Lurgoyf. That loves things in the graveyard. (laughs) Come on bad. No, too bad it only loves loves land or creatures. It does prefer prefer creatures. But there's like reanimation (laughs) strategies, cruelty of Gix. Maybe you're getting your Titan of Industry in the graveyard to reanimate it. There's... But wouldn't you just, like, reanimate Titan of Industry and call it a date? Like, if you're going to go through this effort, <laughs> like, well, you just do that, right? Like, is this, like, a, a backup win con in case? Yeah. This, no, because if they have graveyard hate, you're going nowhere with this, right? So, like, what does this serve exactly? Well, if, if they got graveyard what? hate, you bear them to death. Two twos for days coming from the land. <laughs> Ooh, this is that not actually... a standard I want to live in. One bear at a time. <laughs> sorcery speed. No, like, that. that is the Castle Ardenvale approach, except you do it at the end of their turn, and you have to spend your whole turn to do it. But, like, genuinely, that is good enough to just sometimes attrition people out of the games, right? Like, I I think that, you know, like, this Titania and only is three mana. It's three mana for a 3-4 with reach on its own. I don't think it's exactly, like, an embarrassing body. So yeah. there, there is no green deck currently, so maybe this is what makes you green? Because it's double green. Well, there's green oh, and there's a wind grace. Yeah. I mean, doesn't this just slot right into Wind Grace? Like, that's already built yeah. to get things in the graveyard. Blood Tithe Harvester, what are you cutting Fable, in the Mirror Grace? Breaker. Fable? <laughs> no, 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 you can't cut Fable. Exactly, right? Like, what are you cutting? You cutting your, re-anim- your reanimation? What are you cutting here? Your removal? Like, you got to cut something uh, to add this, right? All right, yeah. I Lands? mean, maybe actually, <laughs> no, maybe you actually cut the reanimation package. Not even I mean, joking. You might be able to trim. They play a lot of removal. Maybe you go down like a Cruelty of Grix, one removal spell. Eh. We'll see. But I, I think this card's good. I think it's going to be very good. I don't think it makes I, it I outside think, the standard. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it played. But you know, if this was format defining, I'd be shocked. Commander? Do you think this is a? Do you think this is a card people are going to build around in Commander? Or is it more like, <laughs> I'm playing Lord Windgrace, toss it in my Land Matter deck. Maybe it does something. 
Uh, I mean, like, having that... Okay, so melding in Commander is a lot harder, right? Because <laughs> that now adds, like, a billion more hoops, right? It, especially... You can, tutor, you can tutor this land up in Commander quite easily, right? You can find the land... The problem is, the one thing I kind of dislike about the card is you do gotta wait till your upkeep to be able to flip it. And if you, like, play this and have three people take their turn before it comes back around and melds, how often is that gonna live? Like, I, oh, I would you be very meld during your upkeep? Yeah, you gotta... It yeah. triggers on your upkeep once you meet the condition. So you oh, are like, oh, can you ooh. kill it? Can you kill it? Can you kill it? Ooh, <laughs> I don't know about this. I thought you just like slap down like this 10-10 haste trample and call it a day. But they have like a whole turn yeah. to do something about this, huh? Yeah, that that's the part that scares me the most about this card, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up, I know this is a card Krim is very excited for. Brotherhood's End. One red ah. red. Sorcery. Choose one. Deals three damage to each creature and each planeswalker. Destroy all artifacts with mana value three or less. Well, this is just a good clean sweeper, isn't it? I, <laughs> I love this for three mana. It's versatile. And, you know, we've had them before, like Anger of the Gods, uh, uh, Sweltering Suns, but... None of them hit Planeswalkers, and this one does. And then on top of that, this can also be versatile in that it blows up all artifacts with mana value three or less. So that looks really strong uh, like in, in, in other formats outside of Standard. But even in Standard, like this seems pretty solid. And with how many artifacts are coming into like play with this set, maybe this has a, a big role, a, bi a big uh, part of the meta. Um, if artifacts take off, this will be such a good way to pick up everything. Oz card is so, so good. This is one of my favorite cards for Pioneer and Modern, and maybe even Commander from the set. I oh, think Commander. It's Commander, yes. And Standard, it's very, it's very good uh, as a sweeper. And plus, we got Blood Tokens, we got Treasure Tokens, we got Power Stone Tokens. So it's a nice safety valve yeah. in case any of those things go off. I'm mostly hyped to play to Modern. I think this is better than Anger of the Gods, really. The upside in a world of Urza Saga, where you're dealing with these huge constructs, I think the upside of blowing up big construct tokens or whatever is more of an upside than exiling things with Anger of the Gods. So I wouldn't be surprised to see this be the go-to, like, three-mana sweeper in modern and maybe in pioneer too also really good against hammer time where it gets rid of the hammers and gets rid of the big creatures so i think this card has a lot of potential outside of standard i i agree I, I, anger of the gods in modern not as much as they used to but it still shows it still shows up in a, on a game I, I can ask you guys is this a card you want against hammer time like, are you not, like, overly dead by the time you try to resolve this? Like, <laughs> you, you are will we really vibe. trying to three-mana sweeper <laughs> hammer time? Like, I mean, would, would we actually play this against them? No. I mean, I would bring this in out of my sideboard. The sweeper mode gets things if there's no hammer. It kills all of their creatures, I think. And if they do have the hammer, hopefully you chump block and then blow up artifacts and get rid of most of the things that way. But I guess they're just going to aid hammer, infect you to death when you... <laughs> when they un like, I, I don't know. This is... <laughs> I feel I just want more ancient grudges or something. If this were instant speed, yeah. Oh, okay. That 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 would be that would be too I mean, much. Then I'd play it against Hammer Time. <laughs> people people play a lot of bad cards to deal with Ursa Saga. You have like like crime punishment and all these just like horrible cards. This actually seems like a legit card that also deals with all the Urza Saga tokens. 
All right, I will, I will try it in Jund and report back to you when I go 05. <laughs> this, this is also this the... This seems so slow. <laughs> this is also an Anger of the Gods that is probably Commander relevant, right? Like, oh, I this feel is, like that's where it's going to be an all-star. play these cards in Commander. Like, three damage is just not enough to kill what you want to kill. But with the upside of being able to blow up all the Mana Rocks, all the Soul Rings, any other random cheap artifacts, I think that's enough that I would jam this in a lot of red decks in Commander. Yeah, this this is now that is where this card I think is an all star. Uh, yeah, for those exact reasons, and even down to like like CDH, uh, CDH loves it even more. Probably better um, in CDH than yeah. casual commander, really, because then the creature mode is actually when people are playing dark confidants and all these cheap creatures, it gets better there as well. Oh God, yes, and then yeah, again in commander, almost every artifact is like about three or less, right? Except for yes, Skyclave Relic and. Dark Steel Ingot, they live past this. But outside of that, you're getting every Signet, Soul Ring, all of that for super cheap. I love this in Commander. This is where it's just like, I feel like this is a red staple in Commander. Yeah. In Standard, this like totally wrecks white decks who like, yeah, to play yeah. Elspeth and Wandering Emperor and Down Tick, and then you wipe away. All the wedding announcement tokens, all their planeswalkers, like it's literally so everything up good. board. It just doesn't pick off Sarah Avenger or whatever, but like, 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 but that that's about it. Uh, Mrs. Rafine too, although that's more of a Esper thing, but yeah, it yeah. does hit a lot of stuff in standard. And hitting planeswalkers is a a meaningful upside. One of the problems with cards like this in the main deck is you run into the control deck and you're like, oh, you got just a hole breaker horror. Like, what is this card even doing against you? But it might be able to snipe a wandering emperor or something. Like there there is a at yeah. least it does a yeah. little something against those control decks with very few creatures. All right. Uh next up, Phyrexian Flesh Gorger. It's a 7-mana seven 7-5 seven with Menace Lifelink, Ward, Pay Life equal to its power. And it has Prototype, so you can cast it with a different mana value, and then it has a different mana cost, but it keeps its abilities. And its Prototype cost is 1 black black, and it's a 3-3. Three three. So essentially, 3-mana three 3-3 mana three three Menace Lifelink, or 7-mana seven 7-5 seven Menace Lifelink, both with Ward. Yeah. This card is so good, right? Like, I, I think this card is awesome. This is what, like, like even at a three mana, three, three, like, you pay three, right? Like, that's, like, decent, right? But it, it, if they don't kill it, you get Menace, Menace, uh, and Lifelink. Like, I I think this card is sick. I also, it, like, heaven forbid that you just hard cast this for seven, right? With, like, again, I think with Power Stones that aren't from Karn, I think this is, like, wow. This is solid. This I mean, is this solid. is... This is like a standard staple to me. I think this is like one of the best standard cards, I would say, in the entire set. We're in a really grindy standard. Like, we've been talking about this for a couple months now since rotation. There's a lot of just like grindy 45-minute matches that go on forever. So I think just naturally hard casting this is not going to be that unrealistic out of Esper or Rakdos or something. And then 3-3 Menace Lifelink with Ward Pay 3 Life, that's also pretty good. I only thing I don't know is if it beats out Graveyard Trespasser, which is really, really good. But I think... Outside of Graveyard Trespasser, this has to be the next best option for that slot. And in the right meta, maybe it's even better than Graveyard Trespasser. I don't think it's impossible, but I think this is this has gotta be a standard all-star. Skeptical Richard? What it, what do you think? You're not sold on the power? It's like worm so, coil engine, so but I, more I agree with you. This is a very well, strong card, but the three drop slot in standard is very highly contested, right? Like what are you dealing with? You're dealing with Fable, Wedding Announcement, Corpse Appraiser. 
graveyard trespasser, right? which all have very strong arguments to being better than this. So if everyone's running around with mono red, like one drop aggro, then yeah, this thing is like hot sauce, right? But I can see a world where you choose to play like Corpse Appraiser and um, Fable over this, right? And you know, you're Grixis, you don't play this. Right? Or you play Liliana and Trespasser for some reason. I don't know why you play Liliana, right? But you play Trespasser and something else, right? Like, so there's a world where you don't want to play this. So I can see it not doing anything, or I can see it being very good. Like everyone's playing like weenie aggro and the lifelink is super relevant. But three drops I, are like really good and standard. The three drops are like okay, so like Fable, I don't think we're gonna it's fair to put this up against Fable. That card is disgusting, right? <laughs> All but, the decks are Rakdos. <laughs> right, right. But like I think that if there obviously there's some kind of artifact deck, also this can be played in something as simple as a Rakdos aggro deck. Um, I mean, I'm starting to wonder if there was if this was still in the format and Rakdos sacrifice didn't lose the Meatball Massacre. I think this would have slotted right in there, and this would have been so good in that deck, almost too good even. And like, yeah, like I I don't I don't know. Like that that's a good point. Like, there is a lot of three drops to contest with this, but I, I wish this were Worm Coil good, because if this left something behind after it died, uh, like, I, I do wish it did leave something really behind. But I, yeah, that's really good. But, I mean, if you actually cast this full price, who's going to be able to make it die? Like, seven life? Like, that's it's probably just more or less unkillable by target or removal. In the the return game. of Liliana, Seth. The return <laughs> of Liliana. Wizards oh. has foreseen it. I what mean, I'm, if it, seven may not be that absurd to cast when you think, like as Seth has mentioned, right? Like this is a grindy format, you and seven, yeah. you can get to seven pretty easily. So, like, we, it, it's been a while, but I do love the idea of a standard that has big Timmy windmill slamming like threats like this, right? And Dominaria United, much like that, when I first saw that set, I thought this was pretty un- an underwhelming set. But what it was that I think we were a little too conditioned to the years before of Standard, where everything did your taxes and walked your dog alongside it. This, I think, this could be a return to like a, a Standard where you might get some big Timmy creatures. And and this set kind of reinforces that. And Dominaria United really did slow things. Like It just, I don't know. The dial back on power level makes me think that this is going to get played. What I hope happens, and I don't know that it will happen, but I hope that we have, like, traditional Jundr or whatever that's playing Graveyard Trespasser and playing, you know, the stuff that we already see seeing play. But then, thanks to Brothers War, maybe we have, like, artifact-based Jund where this is the right option over Graveyard Trespasser because maybe you got, like, Keething Wormlet as your one drop, and that's, I think, a really powerful card that rewards you. Card's maybe cute. Yeah, and I think it might actually be, like, kind of good, too. There's some other stuff that just yeah. incentivizes having artifacts on the battlefield. So maybe we have multiple different builds of John that can be competitive. Like, I think that would be the ideal outcome for this. What if you replace Titan of Industry with Flesh Gorger? So, no. like, you could just randomly reanimate it for fun. Or if you if you have Graveyard Hate on you or, you know, you don't have the right cards, you just cast as a 3 mana 3-3. Three, three. Like, is that good enough for that? I mean, Titan I, of I, Industry is so bust. <laughs> like, that card's yeah. just so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know if you sometimes you just it. can't cast it. <laughs> yeah. Titan, Titan of Industry also pants this deck, or this card. <laughs> I guess that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I think it is worth mentioning, though, that this is one of the most blinkable of the prototype cards. Like, 
I'm intrigued by, like, Touch the Spirit Realm, I think, is one of the most underrated standard cards. Like, it's fine as removal, and then you can save a creature with the channel mode. Maybe there's some sort of, like, Orzhov deck that can take advantage of that synergy and, like, play it for Make them pay the life for Ward and then flicker it. Flicker it into a seven power. Ooh, got him. Got him. Ooh, that that, that could be legit. Have we... So, Touch the Spirit Realm, do we have, like, any other legit blink effects? We have other blink effects, but they're not very legit. They're like two mana yeah. instant blink something or whatever. There's not much upside, like touch the spirit realm. That would be like a prototype blink deck. Like you can yeah. basically play like an Omnath modern deck in standard. Yeah, I'm going to try it. I don't know if it'll be good, but it sounds fun. Sadly, right. the, the other ones require you to cast them, but yeah. Yeah, like our next card. So Arcane Proxy, it's the blue prototype. Seven mana, four, three. When ETBs... Uh, if you cast it, exile, target, instant or sorcery card with mana value less than or equal to Arcane Proxy's power from your graveyard. Copy that card. You may cast that copy without paying its mana cost. And its prototype is one blue blue, and it's a 2-1. Uh, so this is this doesn't have flash, and you can reuse the spells like over and over again if you want. It's like Snapcaster if it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. It actually okay. is. Down to the power of Thomas. <laughs> I, I am curious. Like, in standard, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, we don't have enough. Like, what spells do we have for this to be good? So you can flashback removal. Yeah, you have right, raids, right. infernal grasp. You can flashback like consider or impulse, or maybe out of like go mono for the blue. Throat, go for the which throat. Which is in the format now. So I think it's mostly cantrips or removal that are probably the big the big things. If if you're casting it for three. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like at it like at its prototype level. Like yeah. is there just a silly amount of things that we can cast from that? Because I mean, otherwise, I mean, I look, I'm happy, like this card looks cool. I think it looks super badass, but uh, for seven mana, <laughs> if it like its its ceiling is still not that great either. Because then, what four mm. drop am I getting? Oh yeah, no, I I think or this less. is a prototype that casting it for seven is like pretty pretty bad. I think you really want to be prototyping this one usually. I mean, so if you think about Snapcaster, if you cast Snapcaster for two in flashback a two mana spell, that's four mana. If you cast this for three and flashback a two-mana spell, it's only three mana and you're getting that same amount of value. So there are some ways where it's more efficient. Although part of what makes Snapcaster so good is flash. Like you can get back and right. counter a spell. You can do it on your opponent's end step. And this really, People really also lacks know those and they options. swing into it. Yeah. So I yeah, just the ambush viper chump block mode on Snapcaster sometimes wins you game. So I'm skeptical like, of this one outside of the way it's worded, you can flashback like crashing footfalls or ancestral visions in modern sure, because uh, sure. you're not paying the mana cost. So maybe it's the right mana value to avoid cascade issues. So maybe it can show up in rhinos or something. But I don't know. Can Would you, you play this in standard? Well, I'm, I'm I'm like curious. Like so, like can you technically? Yeah, you can. I mean, there's founding the third path, right? You have that. Uh, you have this. Um, you, there, there's a good amount of stuff that like like allows you to cast spells for relatively cheap from the graveyard, right? In standard, we got just right now. The I new just young don't pyromancer. See we got new young pyromancer. Oh. We got the Belmore. Right, right. Maybe maybe the prowess style decks where you don't really care what the spell is. It's just like I want to cast as many as possible to trigger my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean there is that, and like Balmore, as you had mentioned. 
plus the, the 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 young pyro that spawns artifacts. Hotting so, Jin's just so good at three mana in those decks, though. It seems hard for me to replace that with a two one, even if it lets me pseudo snapcaster. Like the, the two yeah, one, you is can't so you can't even get the it charms. Even count as a body. <laughs> I don't think, right? Like if you yeah. blink it, though. Like even if you have a pyromancer <laughs> out, you get like another one one, and you're like, this this is not. I don't know, man. For like three mana, I could like. I could play Phyrexian Gorger or whatever, right? Like, I, I could play, like, things with actual abilities, like Corpse Appraiser or something, right? So it's really but, expensive. And then there's so much graveyard hate in Standard. Like, you're not even yeah. going to get this off. Like, you have to do this at Sorcery. So you can't even respond to the graveyard hate, right? You, like, at least you can snap cast in response to, like, in, you know, whatever activation. But this is, I don't, I don't think this is it. And I think Krim is right. Like, if you get to seven mana, like... What giant spell are you flashing back? Like, I don't know. Like, there's even a payoff if you actually get to seven mana. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I like it. And and like gold, like like if like uh, what is it on? It's like one of the more expensive cards right now out of the gate. Oh, all the control players. Are just I think desperate. people are overrating it. Yeah, <laughs> they got. I think it calls back to Snapcaster, and people associate Snapcaster with being powerful, but. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're not thinking through how far away from actual Snapcaster <laughs> it really is. It, it's the far. It's big doo doo. It is <laughs> compared to that. But and it's like it's not even close to Gear Hulk, right? Like that's that's what we should be probably comparing this to. And yeah. Gear Hulk is way better because at least it's a five six, right? And and has flash and can cast an instant, right? Like that's just an instant. Now we're talking, right? Because then you could just play whatever instant uh, you want. But this. This, I think, at its prototype level, can't cast the charms. I would essentially have to pay seven mana to cast any of the charms. Uh, like, all the good spells start look at, starting at around three CMC or higher. So if you had, like, a pump spell or something, right, you could theoretically cast more expensive <laughs> things, right? Yes. In response, like if you had Giant some Lord Grove. or Anthem effect or something, I don't know if there is one, but maybe, I, oh, maybe you could I, get wait, something done I guess, here. I guess the blue-red deck can just get a lightning strike back. Yeah, no, that's that is true. It can't get back lightning strike, and we do have so, Urza, which double pumps artifacts as like a tempered steel. If you're trying to right. get bigger stuff, so may, maybe you build around it that way, I guess. Yeah, if there's a tempered steel artifact deck uh, with Urza and or maybe blue red tempo prowess, whatever. I really wish the body was better. Even in the lightning strike scenario, it's still just a t it's so bad on the battlefield. Like you really got to get the value out of the spell because a two one just it's not really much. Hello, wedding announcement token. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. exactly. Hello, one-third of your card. Here you go. <laughs> uh, Diabolic Intent reprint. Uh, yeah. So one in a black sorcery as an additional cost to cast this spell. Sacrifice a creature. Search your library for a card. Put that card onto the battle or into your hand. Sorry, then shuffle. So a tutor at sorcery speed where you have to sack a creature. Uh, going into standard, but then I think more importantly, going into pioneer, explorer, and modern. Uh, I, I don't know about standard. Do you think this is standard playable, Krim? I've been like back and forth. What are you tutoring up? Is my question with this card. Like, sure, you can make it work in like the Oni Call Anvil decks or something, but but what are you well, tutoring the, up? The Oni Call Best Anvil card. decks don't even like <laughs> exist now, right? Because ever since the banning. But so, someone who plays Anvil post banning, they still play it. I mean, there there are believers that may have just sunk in wild cards, into yeah. it, right? Like, uh, and or believers, right? One of the two. But like, 
I I don't know. Like, I mean, does Mono Black need this? Like, you're not made. Like, it has to be a wedding announcement deck, right? Like, but it's not. But like, why does the wedding announcement deck care? Like, I don't think the wedding announcement deck is gonna play Diabolic Intent either. I don't know where this fits in standard. I don't think this is gonna be that that great. And maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I, I think it's a good card, but I just don't know if standard needs it right now or even has anything to play it right now. Yeah, and I think we're missing the the sackable one drop. We're not in shambling gas eye twitch standard anymore. If those yeah. cards were still around, then I think I would be higher on it in standard. On the other yeah. hand, I think this card... It's the other formats. Though. It, like, kind of scares me in Pioneer and maybe even Modern. Like, I think in those formats, this card could be really good. Most obvious one might be Yogg in Modern. I think that deck is, like, so set up to take advantage of this. Plus, it really wants Yogg. That's just the I win the game card. So more ways to find Yogg while you're sacking your Strangergeist or whatever seems really good. Yeah, yeah. And then a Pioneer, like, Greasefang decks could take advantage of this. Play your Stitcher Supplier, sacking on turn two, sacrifice. get Greasefang. The Cat Oven Sacrifice decks get their Mayhem Devils. Or maybe they go more toolboxy. You can play more, like, one-ofs and find them with this. So I think in those formats, this might be a very impactful card. Hear me out, okay? I'm hoping, and I'm really hoping, because of this is cr this card's creation into and or uh, reprinting as now putting those in older formats, we get another opposition agent style card in standard, <laughs> in or not in standard, but like in one of the other products, maybe for like a, like a modern thing or whatever, and that would be so cool. And then I would have two opposition agents in commander. Uh, that's that's what I'd like to believe. Some kind of new tutor. Like, if this takes off and pops off hard enough, we get some more tutor hate. That's what I'm here I, for. You know what I want because of this card? I want Veteran Explorer in Modern so bad. I just, let me Nick Fit Watsy. Put it in Modern Horizons 3. Let me sack my Veteran Explorer. Get my lands. Cast my Grave Titans or Thrag Tuss. I think it would be such, isn't that the kind of archetype we want in Modern? It's just, like, so fair. So... I hope that we get Nick uh, Nick Fit slash Veteran Explorer in Modern at some point. But what do you think, Richard? How impactful is this card? I could see a world replayed in Standard where we're so dirtily that you just like basically sack your two drop and get the best Ooh. card in your deck. Like whether it be Shouldred, I don't know what it'd be, Invoke Despair, a Farewell. I don't I don't know what it'd be, but I could see like we're so grindy and slow that you're willing to just sack a card just to just to do that. So I could see that happening. I could also see this being useless because everyone's so aggressive that you can't take a turn off to to basically uh, tutor and remove a blocker, right? So uh, it, it's a toss-up. And I agree. I think Yawgmoth is probably the best home in modern. Um, other combo decks, I think, can, can, can see this. Like, you have a lot of disposable creatures in modern, so uh, I could see this doing something. Um, I don't think they're going to make a second opposition agent. <laughs> I don't think they're going to make opposition agent for modern. It's called Shadow Doubt. Uh, no one plays it. Uh, 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 actually, <laughs> actually, there was a deck recently that I, I think either 5 would or ones, and they had four in the main. What up? That person. Was it, was I see, it your alias, Chris? Was it, yeah, <laughs> was it you, Chris? It's my, it's it's my Smurf account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be an interesting card, but I, I think you could see it in standard. I mean, like, if, if Shouldred just hoses some deck, I could see you tutoring it up, right? Or, like, people play Gix, right? It's like five Cruelty of Gix, five mana to tutor. Yeah. Right? So, no. like, I, you know, you could. You just take this and then get Brother's End or something, wipe up the board, like, totally worth, right? 
and like tenacious underdogs pretty sackable wedding announcement tokens there is there yeah. is sack fodder to make it work and it is a pretty slow format so maybe it will be good enough i'm also like i really want to corrupt people we haven't had corrupt in standard for a long time so i really hope this is good so i can just play like one corrupt in my mono black deck and like burn you for eight in the late game and just win but anyway uh richard before we go for the next card we got a sponsor this week who uh who are we getting sponsored by all right, this week's podcast is brought to you by the official Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power podcast. Here is a quick word from them. I'm Felicia Day, and I'm the host of the official The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power podcast. In every episode, I'm going backstage for an all-access look at what it took to bring Middle-earth to life. I'll even have the first full breakdown of the incredible season finale with the series showrunners, J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay. I will be sharing juicy behind-the-scenes stories and processing all the holy crap moments with the members of the cast and crew. Numenor has got to be the most amazing thing ever, and we wanted it to just be the greatest kingdom of men that ever existed. The elves are arrogant and vain. They're not beyond being corrupted. Can, can I just say, watching Owen Arthur eat in his full regalia is the most hilarious thing. So if you want to deep dive into every episode, watch The Rings of Power on Prime Video and listen to all eight episodes of the official The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power podcast for free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app now. All right. So thanks once again to the official Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power podcast for sponsoring our episode. And we'll get back to more previews. Uh, Next up is a green mythic. Awaken the Woods. X green green sorcery. Create X one one green force dried land creature tokens. This is my favorite Except card. You in the added set. this to our list. I love, this, this I love this card. I love this card. It's so cool. It makes so many dryad armors. Uh, I think this <laughs> card. I think this card is pretty playable. I don't know if it's standard playable, but oh, it might okay. be. Like, I've been wanting. Standard? So I've been wanting tokens to be a deck for a long time and one of the things like jetmir has been missing or Ginny faye has been missing is an expel token maker we got a Jano uprising but that card is really bad because it gives your opponents the tokens too uh this might be able to make that work where in the late game you're just like hey don't put my man into this i make six tokens it turns on my jetmir they're all hasty because of Ginny faye or whatever smash you to death win the game so i'm excited about that aspect of it if you really think about it it's also like an explosive vegetation, like four mana. You put two lands on the battlefield. So <laughs> it's not fragile. bad. It is. Yeah, we have learned that about Dryad Arbors. You, you do get blown out quite a bit. I think the most exciting part, though, is this is so insane with landfall. Like this is trigger all of your landfall stuff X number of times. So in probably commander i'd love to make it work in like pioneer modern but the odds of that actually happening are probably low but in commander this just seems like one of the sweetest cards for landfall decks like they're all making mana they're triggering landfall you're making a ton of scoot swarms or lotus cobras or avengers endicar so i just i love the design of this card i think it's a really sneaky cool design and i like all the synergies plus you can do stuff like make a bunch of tokens and then undo inversion and not kill them because they're technically lands even though they're creatures so I, I just think it's a really sweet design, but what uh, what do you guys think about this one? As as a as a new player, I probably would look at this and be like, "Is this sick? <laughs> like, what what is a forest dryad arbor?" But, the, <laughs> but like outside of that, I do think this card is pretty cool. Only in that token deck for standard. Uh, having played a token deck in standard a little bit not too long ago after the banning of Meat Hook, the deck was pretty sweet already. 
Um, this definitely helps it go over the top uh, a, a lot, way, way better. Uh, the X spell that that deck sorely needed is here. I think this is yep. it. Uh, and it also helps ramp. So uh, I, I, I don't I don't think it's like the worst thing for that deck. Outside of that, God, if Meat Hook Massacre were still in the standard, <laughs> in the standard, this is unplayable. Like, like, but, but yeah, like I, I don't know. I think it has a home only in that deck. Is and and maybe if there's a ramp style deck that that cares about like you know like playing the as I had mentioned the big meaty mythics of of this set, I think this helps get there. Right? I like legitimately if you do this on four for two mana. Like or like for X is two. Yeah. Uh, already the following turn you could play Flesh Gorger as just a seven five. Or Titan Industry Hallbreak. Yeah. Like there's a lot of sweet sevens that you can get to on turn five with this. Right. Like this is just this just straight up has like gives those ramp decks the inevitability to eventually hit prototype, uh, and also will just kill you with Awaken the Woods itself. Yeah, what do you th- think? Th- this theoretically the bant tokens list where. You have Broker's Ascendancy. You ah, have yes. Rite of... Yeah. What's the thing? The thing that, like, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. glimpses right of Rite of Harmony, yeah. <clears throat> and you have yeah, Katilda yeah. to actually, like, use this as a mana sink yes. or to actually have the mana. Although, Katilda only... For, for using them as mana. No, actually, they ban themselves, so it's fine, yeah. So you can use Katilda with this thing. But I don't know. I don't know that deck was ever good enough. Um, meatball was a thing, but even without meatball, like people still play like depopulate and farewell and things like that, right? They just like take out your whole board at once. But theoretically, you can get there with Bant. Like Broker's Ascendancy is insanely powerful, and this gives you the mana and like the creatures to, you know, keep that going and the there's, card draw. So there's also. Be- there's also new Tayova in standard, which if you have seven or more lands, when a land enters the battlefield, you turn it into a three-three haste. So <laughs> Sorry, what did, what you probably did Tayova. No. Oh, okay. Man? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that seems sweet too. You just like cast this with Tayova, and you probably probably just win the game. <laughs> What am but I having said that? I think it's too cute. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of times you just have this in your hand and it's like a totally dead card, or you're like a three mana, like one one, and you're like, cool, pass the turd. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah, bitten it, by Giant Arbor many times. Um, oh, when it's bad, it's bad, but the upside yeah. is there. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a Planeswalker, Sahili Filigree Master, two red. And a blue, so four, three starting loyalty, plus one, scry one. You may tap an untapped artifact you control if you do draw a card. Minus two, create two, one, one, thopter creature tokens. They gain haste until end of turn. Minus four, get an emblem with artifact creatures you control. Get plus one, plus one. Artifact spells you cast cost one less. This card's great, right? Like, I feel like this card's great. We have a pretty long history in Magic of four drops that make two Thopters being pretty good. Think Pian Karen Nilar, the blue one that <laughs> was all... I want to say wait, really wait, virtuoso, wait, wait, wait. but that wasn't added right. four power to the battlefield, plus could, like, shoot people. Yeah, but this adds two power, but then it draws you cards <laughs> or maybe ultimates. I feel like this is a pretty good card. Plus one in a deck with artifacts is opt, repeatable opt. It gets to ultimate in one turn, and that's a pretty powerful ultimate, getting the anthem and the cost reduction emblem. And then you make some hasty thopters so it protects itself. I feel like the one thing that scares me is I was really high on Jaya, and Jaya really hasn't caught on as a staple level card yet, even though I think it still has time. And it reminds me a little bit of Jaya and the same reasons I was high on Jaya. Like, oh, it draws me cards. It protects itself. But I feel like this is a 
uh, for standard at least, with all the artifacts introduced running around, this has to be a reasonable planeswalker, right? No? I mean, you keep I, saying I, artifact synergies, but I don't. <laughs> what artifact synergies are we referring to? Hmm. Um. You grow your your teething wormlet. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Dragon Spark Reactor gets some counters. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. okay? That actually is not a hit. <laughs> like I, I am genuinely serious. I think that Dragon Spark Reactor could get some sick play there. There's also that saga from I think is it from. From Dominari United, there's a saga that puts out an actual oh, little red artifact. The Ornithopter, like, was, yeah, 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 the Ornithopter S- one. That that saga is actually like kind of decent if you can like actually get a, a an artifact style deck running. So, like, believe it or not, I do. We, uh, y- Yodia declares war. There it is. Uh, like, I genuinely think that we are looking closer and cl- like to to getting an actual artifact deck and. If it, like this set doesn't help, I I don't know what the next set's supposed to do. But like, <laughs> I, we're we're getting there. I genuinely think we're getting there. I feel like we're getting there too. We got Urza to double pump them. You got Joyride, yeah. Artificer's Dragon that can pump your one one or pump your artifact creatures. I feel like there's enough. I feel like there's enough to uh to maybe make that work. There's the mechanized warfare enchantment that adds a damage to all your artifact sources. There there are yep. things going on. We'll see how good they actually end up being. Maybe they're still not good enough, but I think there are enough synergies to try to make an artifact deck work. Yeah. Like Grixis Anvil? Yeah, we trying to bring back one? this dead archetype here, but you know, uh, it, okay. The, the card, I mean, Anvil the brother, brotherhood's war end <laughs> thing, right? Like it kills the planeswalker and the thofters all in one swoop. I think at four mana, you just have more powerful things to be doing in standard. I don't know if you want to make two thofters and call it a day. What so about I, artifact hmm. super friends? You got Karn Living Legacy. You got the Tezzeret. Oh. Sahili's way better than either of those. That would be like the premier planeswalker in that by the deck. Te- like that is a card that has fallen under the radar for the set. Uh, Tezzeret. What does Tezzeret do? Yeah, see, that's what the I'm card draw, <laughs> The card draw is very good in an artifact It will also Tezzeret. just turn an artifact into a 4-4 beater. Very oh. strong. I mean, the, I've seen oh. that pair with like a good planeswalker like the fairy. <laughs> you can't play like two bad planeswalkers and hope they synergize with each other. You need someone to carry your deck, right? I mean, like I, I think Teferi, I mean Tezzeret, yes, Teferi, obviously, but like Tezzeret can can maybe even do a little bit of carrying. I yeah. I, I need to like Sahili, hope Sahili lives, and then Tezzeret, and then then you could like start doing things. Like, Yo, Grixis artifacts, Oni Cult, like Anvil, like kind of works it kind yeah, of sounds th- like th- it I, mean, I think that could be a thing like these like, softers you do the artifact synergies and the, it's not power stones okay it's gonna have yeah to be yeah the, the and considering considering we have that super cool uh what is it blade coil serpent it is asking for grixis oh that card's so that card's so sweet yeah so that card has to be standard playable right Rich, richard look up blade coil serpent you i want to see what you think like this card has to be good in standard. Wait, Blade Coil Serpent? Yeah. yeah. X6 wow. drop? Yeah. Wait, yeah, but, dude, are you joking? Look look at that. 
Look, Look at, at the okay. ETBs. They even drop yeah. three. Opponent discards three. Gets huge and hasty. Or you can do some combination of them. And you get the flexibility that you can pay more than six. Are we playing to. six drops in standard now? I mean, Yo, I guess if you can make it here. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Standard's I think so you, you could go like if you if you if you play mono blue, you could like six draw. blue mana draw three six yes. mana five four. Uh, yes. Perfect for for Got my him. gin game plan <laughs> of playing a six drop. No, like. Like it okay, mono black, right, has a, a big body that makes you discard. Black red has a big body that makes you discard and and get like, you know, some some hasty action. But Grixis mid-range could definitely play this, dude. It's all and also with yeah. the the fable of the mirror breaker, getting yeah. some treasures out there. So, so six dude. mana five four, six four, hasty it, trample, opponent discards a card, you draw a card? Potentially. Or, or they discard. It's it's versatile. This is huge. Its versatility is huge. And on top of that, the the later in the game you go into, the better this scales. This is like okay, the most. Let me Grix check the high end of Grixis here. <laughs> what do we actually play on Grixis nowadays? Uh, soul Canaries. Well, invoke Despair. Do we, do we have Soul Canaries? Right. But like, imagine now Invoke Despair followed by this. You know what I'm saying, dude? Using power stones to ramp yourself, but then it, it's like anti-synergistic. You can't activate the abilities. Well, it, no, but but power stones aren't exactly good in general. So, but you don't need. I'm talking about just generally a six mana body. I don't think this is play. Wait, is it cast? Why? No, it's ETBs. Oh, you're gonna get baked to Peter like no tomorrow. Like, I don't think this is playable. <laughs> dude, no, 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 dude, no. I I think you're uh, sleeping on this card. I think like, you're sleeping on this card. Would you just have a play prototype? Card. Like any prototype, uh, you can play it for three mana or play this it is seven essentially mana the Grixis prototype. Right? This is the Grixis prototype. <laughs> Come it's, on, dude. This there's no this card is okay, sick. Okay, Grixis control with blade coil surface. Mid range, mid range, uh, not mid -range. control. You, you you ain't playing this in a control deck. What are you talking about? I'm not tapping out ever. <laughs> All right, I, I guess with Fable you can ramp into this easily. And also Power remember Stones? we have. Hmm. Did, did we just forget that we also have like reality heist from Kamigawa, awakened awareness, things that like mm -hmm. like you know like get pretty wild for artifacts. So. There is a lot of artifact nonsense running around and waiting to be used. What I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you, if you don't like this one, what do you think about the Selesnia one, uh, Clay Champion? So for an X, it's a two-two. When it ETBs, you get three counters for each double green that was spent on it. Three plus one plus one counters, or when it ETBs, uh, you get a plus one plus one counter on each of up to two other target creatures for each double white you spent on it so by itself if you cast this for four green it's a four mana eight eight if you cast it for six yep. it's a six mana eleven eleven or you can throw counters on your other creatures is a is a four mana eight eight vanilla is that good enough richard for 2022 standard so we've asked this theoretical you know, question. You know you if you just had a vanilla creature, like how big does it have to be? I don't think that's good enough. It's not big enough. Because you have wedding announced. Like people have like chump blocks for days, right? That's like, a, that's fair. Like, that's true. This it's standard still, is especially it still gets special, right? To Lily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually Lily. But it can get insanely large. Do we have yes. like a if we have like an easy haste and trample enabler, <laughs> then maybe. What about the white you know, mode? Does that you know? By it? the way, real quick, you know what has haste and trample? 
Blade Coil Serpent. Just <laughs> it does actually. There, Richard, you're gonna you, watch play Blade Coil above Clay Champion. Okay, don't just say that like it's a bad card. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope I it's, do it's very you with Blade up Coil there with Serpent. Like and um, I don't know what other unplayables there are that you have to extremely, you know, Emrakul, any of them, Kozilek, you know. <laughs> Wow, uh, I was high, I was high on both of these cards. I thought both of those cards were going to be really good, but Richard is is slowly convincing me that this whole set sucks. <laughs> Every card that I like, Richard, like, we are eh, slow and dirty, but I'm not sure that we're dirty <laughs> enough that you could like wait till like six eight mana to do something useful. That thing, mm-hmm. yeah, I, it could I, be right. Like in a top deck, where you top deck this thing, any of these, they're insane, right? But. Can you make it there? Can you get? Can you I get mean, there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you still get hit by two mana three three threes and three twos or whatever? Right? <laughs> you still got to make it there, right? You still have removal. You're not just sitting there like like st- like counting like the the paint dots or whatever the ceiling dots. You're you're you you're still building. your okay. I mean, Clay I, Champion dies to Doomblade. Look. How dare you speak on Clay Thompson like that? Clay Thompson is sick. All right, that man is out there splashing on people. This but, this dude. But if we is had artifact a... synergies, it might be worth it. If there are artifact, artifact synergies, Richard. There are. I know there are. I think Rafine players are going to be feasting on Week One of Brothers War. As everyone, they're like. Ten mana clay champion make disappear. Okay, Rona's vortex. Good job, sir. <laughs> I mean, fair. Okay, that does well. Yeah, but if you do that to Blade Coil Serpent, the Rona's vortex. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Uh, speak, speaking of questionable cards, uh, command cycle. Uh, wait, I wait, asked before, Seth which before... one the best one was. We're gonna go with Urza's command. Urza's command two, is terrible. Two blue, blue. Well, the other ones are like even more expensive. <laughs> Uh, choose two. Uh, it's an instant. Creatures you don't control get minus two, minus O oh until end of turn. Create a tapped power stone token. Yes. Create a construct <laughs> <Power> token. <laughs> Scry one, then draw a card. These, this is bad, right? Like, this is hilariously bad. Like, actually- if you would have at least put, like, a counter mode on this, it would play in the <laughs> blue, the blue, the, like, the blue, uh, uh artifact control deck. This is terrible. <laughs> like, I... I actually don't think it's terrible it just because I, I think the construct is probably worth the price of this card. Like, it okay. seems like every Constructs time I run into a construct, it's like a 8-8 or a 10-10 and I'm just dying to it. Like, it feels like an artifact deck. Yeah, construct ETB ops. Eh, I can I can deal the, with that. Okay, that is fair, especially for the cards that I had just mentioned, Disruption Protocol, uh, you know, maybe Saheli and Jaya have a little party. Mm. Uh, but, like... Is this the best command, really? I well, I think the, the the white one might be better because it's three mana. I it, the question I want to ask you about these commands is: Am well, I wrong kinda... to think that they are all horrible? <laughs> like, is this oh. just the worst command cycle that we've ever gotten? Because I feel like oh. all of these are so underpowered compared to what I was expecting. These are terrible, I, and, and that's what I mean by terrible. Sorry, they may be standard playable at some miserable point, because but then like you know like the. <laughs> Compared to the other commands, these are just laughably bad. Like, yeah, they're all oh. like almost all sorcery speed, and they're overcaught. Like, oh, like how do you mess up commands of all things? I, <laughs> I even would take like what is it, Silver Quill Command uh, over yeah. this? Um, <laughs> yes. like like all of these. Lore like, hold command, bring back the lore hold command. <laughs> yeah, lo- okay, lore hold command was unjustly five mana, uh, but like yeah, like this, 
this set right here, I like these commands. I forgot these were in the set because they are just so bad. Like they're, they're so bad. Gix's command isn't that bad. You no, Richard. Richard Reed two plus <laughs> lifelink. Uh, destroy each creature with power two or less. Double return. Uh, return two creature cards from your graveyard. Each one sacrifices a creature card with highest power. I think that's like almost playable. The only way this sees play is if someone was meaning to write down the cruelty of Gex and accidentally wrote down Gex's <laughs> command instead. <laughs> that's the only chance this has of showing up in a competitive deck. This card is uh, uh, I mean, very much so poo poo. <laughs> it's like the worst wrath ever. What is power two or less kill? Like tokens? Like uh, what are you? What are you actually killing this? He's playing standard with the wrath mode. <laughs> Heaven forbid! Like like, Look, like Richard, you, you, I can't make believe you, you, their highest power and then all their weenies. It's like yeah. <laughs> all their weenies, dude. By then they've already had like by five mana they've had like sixty two different wedding announcements go off to let yeah, you really I mean, know the, the about wedding their wedding. Can pump them off. <laughs> Of the sweeper. Um, I think the construct construct is worth four mana. I yeah, (laughs) that's the only one that I'm really I mean, I guess I like Titania's command too, just because it double tutors lands. No, no, Seth, Seth, that is a six mana like Ball Coffers, Urborg, Vesuva, and Commander Commander now. Oh yeah, and and standard it's a little it's a little much. You can make two two bear tokens yeah. in standard this is unplayable like it like it like this is you got to be playing the mythics over this <laughs> but but in commander no the, i'd rather still play primal command like this this is pretty poo poo as well i mean people played our promise it was just one less mana and you got but to our, make two, our two two twos and get two lands eh, eh, eh. but our but the, 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 wait does this tutor any land yeah any land oh that, oh, that I, is oh, definitely right. playable because okay. oh, it's only oh, yeah. like the fourth or fifth card that does that yeah, not so too many. In Commander, you would definitely because that's like a, a field of the dead. And that's like a million tokens, or... so it's yeah. totally worth. <laughs> uh, okay, last card. I want to ask you guys. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Are wait, soldiers wait. a thing? Siege veteran, two in a white, two two. The beginning of your combat, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. Whenever another non-soldier uh, you control dies, create a one one colorless soldier artifact creature token. Yes. I mean, soldiers look really sweet already. Uh, like, yeah, I actually just, like, I think put out a video not too long ago. Uh, soldiers in Explorer, but, like, and on top of that, I mean, you could now probably play them in Standard, right? Although, did you know Adanto Vanguard's a soldier? I didn't I didn't know that. Oh. That was great. Uh, I didn't realize but, that either. Yeah, Guardian of New Benalia is in this Standard. Um, that card looks like it's just... Like asking to become like played, you also have re- uh, resolute reinforcements, and you still have Sun Gold Sentinel for graveyard hate. Thalia is obviously a soldier, and you have the Lord Effect and Valiant Veteran. You have Brutal Cathar. So, and then we've been I I've been itching to, for a reason to play Protect the Negotiator. So you go blue white soldiers. It does that right. Like Protect the Negotiator literally poops out a soldier and counters. So I kind of love this. Right? Like, this looks sweet. I mean, if you just look down the curve, the pieces seem like they exist. You get the the new one drop, the recruitment officer. So you got that as a one drop. There's also, like, a new 3-2 flyer in the set that's a soldier that when you attack with five more soldiers, your creatures get plus one, plus one in flying. Just a 3-2 flyer for two is, like, pretty above the curve. So I can see that along with Valiant Veteran. You mentioned Brutal Cathar. The pieces exist to make soldiers a deck. 
I'm just a little nervous because I feel like every time I try to predict that a tribal deck is actually going to be good in standard, I end up with a, a circle of loyalty knights during Eldraine situation and end up regretting it. So, so I don't want to make any hard and fast uh, <laughs> declarations about soldiers being good, but the pieces look like they're there. I think you can build a sweet like blue-white tempo-y soldier deck that might actually be good. Like... As far as the new set, Brothers War creating a brand new deck, I think Soldiers is the best shot to be like, hey, this is a Brothers War deck that's actually good in Standard. Yeah. So I've played with all these white weenies extensively <laughs> in Standard, and here's the problem. The synergy counts for nothing. Like, the, the payoffs are very little, and you might as well just, like, jund them out with, like, the best <laughs> the like, white weenie. Like, you know, the, the best cards, like Wedding Announcement, like Wandering Emperor, and things like that, and forego whatever synergies <laughs> you would, would get and I, I don't see any like killer like you, know, you need like basically rally the wings or something like something that like really pays you off uh, otherwise you just play the best you know white blue cards and you'll, you'll end up with something different that's not soldiers so I don't think soldiers is a thing but I, I, I I'd be pleasantly surprised if we could do it but like Getting a lord to pump plus one plus one is not going to be enough. Like, everyone's creatures are just by default bigger than yours. Like, you can't attack faster children. Uh, but you can <laughs> you fly die to like every sweeper imaginable. <laughs> then they fire problem. off their one removal spell because everything else gets blocked. They don't need to remove it. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, so. you, that, that's, the, that's the tough part. <laughs> the, the fact that humans has existed for a year in standard and no one really plays humans and they just play, like, the good cards in those colors... I think that is that's a, one of the things that gives me a concern about soldiers because we just haven't really seen tribal decks be able to compete with the good stuff decks in this format. But and humans we've had didn't have like land. werewolves. Werewolves got some ooh, werewolves. I thought were going to be insane. Tovalar's like so busted, and people don't really play werewolves. They just play the good gruel cards together. So I guess that is a, a bit of a concern. I still I still think it's got to happen. They just look so fun. Can, can I like I mean yeah like I think the land is something that's different that is like noticeably different <laughs> the though. dual land that, is, that <laughs> is why why we're here the dual I mean, land is kind of sick i i dude like unholy okay maybe i am thinking a little bit too much of boomer magic but like unholy grotto definitely helps zombies <laughs> right uh but like <laughs> back in the 90s yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah unholy but, grotto you had, i i had you then no but like i genuinely think that dude soldiers can do a lot I mean, you didn't because like the the mono the white weenies. Do you know why they they also crumbled easily? Because they didn't have protect the negotiators, Richard. They got Boy, they got pants. Not enough, not enough Dude. counters. Dude, like you. Wait, can we fight. have so many counters in standard right now. Uh, right, was protecting negotiators. That that is the one that counters. Oh, this thing. Uh, Wait, we've always yeah. had this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like it, the thing here is, this makes a soldier. It makes yeah. It's, so it, it counters a spell if you have a board, <laughs> and then right. you can kick it to create a one-one. But but you not, not just hardly. play casualties or make disappear. Sorry, and then be more well, consistent and call it a day. The 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 thing here though is like this all plays into the soldier game plan way better because like you're just spilling onto the board, right? And, like, on top of that, when you have Resolute whatever, the dude that spawns a soldier and then spawns a soldier token, that's already on its own. Like, that's just two creatures. And this is, I think, probably the, one of the sweeter go-wide strategies. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Meatball's gone. Yeah, Meatball. Well, okay, well, if Meatball were here, then this whole game plan. Well, I mean, you could count Meatball with protecting negotiators, right? That's your whole plan. <laughs> sure, your whole plan, right? sure, sure. But, but like, this if makes they it do, easier. 
the but the life gain that Meatball made happen is what makes it sad. Because if I can go wide and I can and I didn't care, like if you sweep my board, whatever, right? I can probably still chip away. But like if you sweep my board and gain all the life back that I've done, then it's over. I mean, so, I see what you're saying. But what if I just three mana? Make three one one tokens and then get an anthem. <laughs> so yeah, I but, basically paid three mana for six you're power, faster. and I'm, I'm protected by you know through sweepers. No, no, no. You're faster than than those. Decks. Because I'm playing this card, I can't play Thalia like the best soldier because it totally oh. wrecks my own curve. Oh, silly, silly, Richard. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. And as a matter of fact, I have. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I have to, uh, and there's a lot of awkward draw. You would think they don't happen too often, but <laughs> very often. You play Thalia, then you top deck wedding announcement, and you're like, God, why did I do this? <laughs> well, I like do I, think I do think Krim hit on something, though, with the lands. Like, I think we were talking about what was going to, could potentially shake up standard, and I think the real answer is the rest of the pain lands. Like, giving the yeah. colors that are lacking a, a good dual land you have the what innistrad lands but some color combinations only have one potentially untapped dual land so i think boros selesnia golgari demir getting another dual land that comes into play untapped i think that's gonna be the thing that's most likely to let new decks into the format because some color combinations are just really hard to play with the current mana so i think that is our biggest hope for like new decks developing in this format <laughs> we can I, have, play all the dominant just... united cards we could have played because of our <laughs> yeah. bad lands yes <laughs> so exactly. I, I have a question is there a reason why you both have just glossed over one like the best planeswalker in the set uh the, the fairy yeah okay okay well i thought last we card. talked about it before <laughs> teferi i mean no, he does the fairy thing so it's a little obvious hold on very temporal pilgrim three blue blue for loyalty, uh, when you draw a card, put a loyalty counter on Teferi. Zero, draw a card. Uh, minus two, create a 2-2 two, two blue spirit creature token with vigilance. And whenever you draw a card, put a plus one plus one counter on it. Minus 12, target opponent chooses a permanent they control and returns it to its owner's hand. Then they shuffle each non-land permanent they control into its owner's library. This card is sweet. How how is this not being talked about? Like, okay, first off, the, yeah, zero, essentially a zero that's a plus one, okay? But that passive with silver scrutiny legal and standard means that I can probably ultimate this a lot more than you think and way faster than you think. So on top of that, it makes the tutus that grow an absurd amount because it, whenever you draw a card, it turns out they get bigger and they're vigilant. This is going to kill people. This is actually just going to straight up kill people. Like Silver Scrutiny is now the business. I already loved it to just out like outvalue the like the black base mid range decks, but now I have a Planeswalker that helps me benefit on top of that. So like this, this is the truth. I think this card is the truth, right? Like this is everything I want. I mean. It's not Hero of Dominaria, but very few things are. So, uh, and, and yes, before anyone says that, I know that, okay? But this card is still very good. I mean, I do think New Teferi is really good. I think it's a, it is five mana, which is a little bit, you know, on the high end for Planeswalkers. But plus one draw a card, you're getting a free loyalty each turn just from your draw step. So I feel like it's going to be... Outside of having Planeswalker removal, it's going to be annoyingly hard to get off the battlefield because it just incidentally gains so much loyalty. And then you mentioned the tokens. The tokens are, like, 
pretty legit. They're lore scale quadles, I think, is what yeah. the actual card is. Like, that is a pretty powerful effect in a deck that's built Vigilant. around it. So, I think, yeah. So, you get to play offense ah. and defense. And then, if you ultimate it, I guess you probably win. Not as good in a control mirror, I guess, because who, who knows how many permanents your opponent <laughs> will have. But you can, like, sort of wreck a deck that's, like, going wide and playing permanents. So, I think it's I mean, good. In, a I in a control mirror, the token could just kill the control player right yeah. like i mean they they have to use the removal i mean they, but you just get to keep doing it because again you're this is just a passive that means that it's really getting two loyalty at its at the least right because i get to zero, draw a card yeah. and then i just draw a card again with ability and yep. then heaven forbid i silver scrutiny then then whatever right <laughs> like oh and these tokens get just as big so i don't know this card is really good dude I think it's really. Yeah, good. That, I, I that think negative is a minus one. Right? It. And if you have a card draw engine, like you're basically just pooping out tokens left and right. Yeah. But I don't know if you need this though. Like, Esper mid range can also play this. Control can play this. I mean, it's a like I don't see why not. It's a big over the. Th it's like it's your top end in Esper mid range. Um, you can all like. I, I feel like I tried Lord Protector before I try Temporal Pilgrim. Wait, hold and, on, and hold on. And, what? And try to just go over the top and ramp into my melded Urza. <laughs> You're talking about Rafine that already has connive, and it gives connive. Do you, like you see what I'm talking here? You have wedding announcement. You attack with two they creatures. Even need this, right? They don't. They don't even need to <laughs> cast a fairy, right? But the thing here is, it helps in the control matchups and the grindy matchups. Why not just actually like establish true dominance, right? And this you card, just put some spell pierces in and like go under control <laughs> rather but, uh, than trying no, to bury them. Spell pierce does not help, especially when you have four void rends. Like they have four mm -hmm. four void rends. They kind of just pants a lot of your stuff. But having having played mm -hmm. control against the mid-range, I don't find it a problematic matchup. I could definitely see it being a very good control card. Like, if you're playing Azurius controller or whatever, it seems great. I don't know what you would cut out of Esper, though. Like, I like the synergy with Rafine's conniving. I guess you oh. would slot in a couple, a couple or two. Like, Rafine's conniving, like, going to draw a ton of cards and get a ton of loyalty counters, which is sweet. And, like, Wedding Announcement draws, Bank Buster draws, Tenacious Underdog yeah. can draw. So you do have a lot of card draw. <clears throat> yeah, Like, it's I, not hard to trim a few numbers off of an Esper midrange deck to put this in there. And, we're, and, like, of course, you know, there's also the fact that, like, yeah, like, maybe even, like, Grixis could, could play this, right? So, like... Yeah. Grixis mid-range, Esper mid-range, controls, like, the. this is a very good Planeswalker, and I either think, like, there's two camps right now, this card is cracked or it is god-awful, <laughs> and, and I do think that it leans more towards the really good side, especially with where the Celestis is in a control deck, like, this is doing things. I guess I'm on team cracked four or five mana planeswalker so i expect yeah. it to be like a copy yeah. or two in the deck I, I don't think it's like a four of teferi hero of dominaria but i do uh, think yeah. like for not, being a five many are yeah but for being a five mana planeswalker i do think this is very playable like the free loyalty is very very good i'm gonna go in the middle average i think <laughs> you can and will win with this card and people will just throw it in whatever pile has blue in it and it will do very well but it's not like I need to go blue to play Teferi, or I'm building an entire deck around Teferi, but, like, I have a deck that can play Teferi, I'll throw in two, and I'll win a lot of games with it. So, I, I mean, mean, the only I think color... that's standard right now, right? Like, just whatever random assortment mid-range pile you put together, <laughs> if you play it well, you'll win, right? So, I think Teferi definitely fits in that.
and super friends we got a lot of pieces for super friends yo right plaza of heroes super friends yes urza assembles the titans yeah let's do it oh my god you're right you're right i forgot that card existed in this form oh that's so true All right, uh, we are way over, so uh, we will uh, hold on to our fish mail for next week. If you have questions, uh, send them to at Goldfish with the hashtag MTGFishmail, and we'll get to your questions on air. And I believe that brings us to the end of episode 406 of the MTG Goldfish podcast. So, Richard Graham, thanks for hanging out. Thanks to everyone for listening, and we will be back next week to talk about whatever goes on in the world of magic. So, until then, have a great week, everyone. And this is a crew signing out. Thank you.